Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to our WordCamp U.S. panel recap here on Do the Boo. This show is brought to you by Hostinger. Whether you're a small or large agency or a freelancer, learn more at Hostinger.com. I'll tell you more about Hostinger later in the show, but this is officially our last so-called recap of WordCamp US. Although we still have a couple of special shows to share with you that were recorded there. But this time, we have Marcus and Katie joined by Corey Miller, Raquel Karina, and Topher DeRogia. It's always fun to reflect on the event a bit after some time has passed and everyone has had a chance to recuperate to some degree. So let's go for a deep dive recap into WordCamp US. Hey everyone and welcome to a special post-WordCamp US episode of Do The Woo. I'm Katie Keith, co-founder and CEO at Barn2 Plugins and today I'm joined by my co-host Marcus Burnett and a lineup of amazing people from the WordPress and WooCommerce community. Yeah, thanks Katie. Uh, I'm Marcus and I am on the community and events team at GoDaddy and today we're going to be having a an informal discussion recapping our experiences of WordCamp US conference. Um, I'm going to go around the screen and let everyone get a chance to introduce themselves. Uh, so I'll start with you, Raquel. Hi, everybody. I'm Raquel Manrikas. I am the community manager for Elegant Themes, which is Dibby. And I contribute to WordPress via the community wholeheartedly in Phoenix on the WordCamp team and also on the Meetup team. Awesome. And how about you, Topher? My name is Topher, which is the second half of Christopher, for those who wonder. I am currently unemployed and loving it. <laughs> Fortunately, I have some uh, good interviews going on. I'm really excited about it. Um, I am a uh, regular WordPress or WordCamp goer. I've been to all the U.S. ones. Um, I've been to over 80 camps around the world. And uh, they're really fun. If you've never gone, you should try it. I'm excited to talk about this one. Very cool. Happy to have you here. And we'll round out with you, Corey. Hey, thanks for having me. My name is Corey Miller. I'm the CEO of PostStatus, um, the professional network of WordPress. Many of you, all of you are members. Um, regarding WordCamps, gosh, Topher, you, you definitely got my record there. Uh, I've been to most of the WordCamp USs when it was San Francisco, went there, never missed it. Uh, been to more WordCamps than I can definitely remember, but not 80, um, maybe in the 50 realm, spoken, volunteered, never organized. I always said, hey, that's the toughest job, I think, in WordPress is to organize a WordCamp for $30 or whatever the price is to be able to have food, great food, great speakers, all this kind of stuff. Like it's it's the best deal ever, but it's a tough job to have. So I've had friends that have been organizers and supported them and uh, always like to go and um, meet passionate people about WordPress and open source. Cool. Well, let's start by talking about first impressions of WordCamp US this year. And like, so what did you think of the venue and how did the whole thing compare to previous ones? I liked how it was spread out. I liked that nothing, and it wasn't all packed together. There was lots of room for small groups to get together, uh, lots of different small groups. Um, the uh, sponsor area was, had lots of room between all the booths, easy to walk around. Um, it just it just felt like a nice place, and uh, I enjoyed being there. There was a lot of quiet rooms. I don't know if everybody noticed, but around behind the um, talk rooms, there was five different rooms for different quietnesses. There was uh, the speaker room. There was the, the nursing room. There was um, a sponsor room. There was one just called a quiet room, um, and that was that was pretty cool. I like that. 
Yeah, the venue was amazing. I really liked the um, the the atrium area with the cafe. Like one day, I think contributors say I just spent the whole day sitting in the cafe talking to people, which is nice because normally you're stood up actually networking, aren't you? So it was nice just to be able to sit down for once. Uh, so I thought it worked really well. Yeah, no, I mean the venue itself is really really awesome. I, I definitely echoing what Katie said. I loved the atrium. That was fun. And I loved the idea of creating a third space. That's always what I love whenever you have a WordCamp is like, you have WordCamp, you have all the sessions, but where does everybody go? You know, where's the third space? Not work, but where do we go afterwards? So like that hotel in itself just definitely created that whole third space aspect of the WordCamp. I was not a fan of the like separation of the, the sponsors, especially coming from more of a sponsor angle. But it's still the venue is really cool. So no complaining. I appreciate you saying that, Raquel, because I didn't want to say like, you know, from a sponsor, those are our, our members are often the sponsors. And, uh, you know, talking to them, it's never good when it's so spread out, you know. Um, like it was two floors down and I get the whole walk, like Topher said, like that was nice, but from a sponsor uh, thing, and this is not just this particular WordCamp US, all of you have been to a lot of these where you hear grumblings from the sponsor hall saying, why aren't we right there in the middle of everybody there? And so from that perspective, you know, and I know they're aware of that, the organizing teams, um, it, it's just a continual thing where you're trying to match a venue get all these things going in one place. But from my perspective, similar to Topher is um, I just camp out in that hall or the hallway track in the sponsor uh, hall, because um, for me, the word camps are mostly about networking relationships and conversations. And I always like to support people that are doing talks. Uh, I got to see Justin Kupasal give a lightning talk about being incarcerated before he entered WordPress. And uh, we got to work at iThemes with uh, Coop for a couple of years. And so it was awesome to hear his talk, but otherwise my venue, <laughs> no offense to any of the speakers, I'm, I'm camped out in the hallway or like you said, the atrium, Katie, um, g- great place to kind of talk. I totally missed the quiet halls and the private rooms and stuff, but just wandering around the sponsor halls, um, you can really get to meet and talk to everybody you need to from my perspective. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and you alluded to this a little bit, Corey, but um, I know that, a lot of what, what folks do at WordCamps is the the hallway track and, and getting to network and talk to folks a bit. But I also want to ask a little bit about the sessions and talks. Um, you mentioned one, but were there any um, from any of you that kind of stood out um, that you really enjoyed uh, from the sessions from the speakers? I, now I'm publicly admitting this. I went to one talk and that was Justin's talk. And it was really incredible, uh, vulnerable, authentic. I'm glad WordCamp takes space for that. And then, of course, I, I I had to miss it. I had a meeting, but all the talk around the NASA launch, I mean, that that's incredible. That was a great theme for that. But beyond that, that's that's my only comment. It was really well, uh, well done, the lightning talk. Yeah, I got to say what much to what Corey said is, well, I know Justin well. Justin and I, uh, we're both Native American, and we, so we always, like, get all excited when we're around in the WordPress community because we're the only two that we know of. But he, his story is just incredible. And I just was really impressed that he got picked up to speak at WordCamp here, uh, US. I can't keep track of where I am. But, uh, and kudos to the team for picking him up, you know, seriously. And I actually, for the same reason Corey was saying, was um, very much in the hallway track like 90% of the time. So I also did not get to see many talks, but definitely, yeah, Justin. Yeah, I I have to admit that I saw one fewer talk than that even and didn't get a chance to see any of them. And I know that's partially because of sponsor duties and I was, you know, down in the sponsor hall a lot and stuff. But how about you, Topher? Was there a session that you were able to jump in that kind of stands out for you? Yeah, I saw two, which is two more than I usually see at a camp because I am also a hallway track guy. But uh, I saw the storytelling one, which is really good. And I saw the NASA keynote, which was extraordinary uh i love nasa and space and all that kind of stuff and uh after that uh i reached out to jj and i said are you guys hiring and he said yeah and so now i've actually had an interview with them and so i might end up on that team um no promises of course we're just we did one interview but 
it's exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. The the good news for everyone is is that uh, I think the talks have gone online pretty quickly from this one, so most of them I think are available now to watch um, online. Yeah, normally I try to go to a few talks. As much as anything, it's a break from the networking, but sometimes you get some useful ideas and things um, to implement. But I read through the schedule this time, and there was literally not one talk that I wanted to go to. I tend to go to the talks on business and marketing, and there was nothing at all about that. Um, and so I thought that was a shame because normally, particularly at flagship word camps, there are some real to- uh, to- talk topics I can get my teeth into, but this one there wasn't. So um, I'm hoping to see a better sort of breadth of different talk topics at future word camps. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously we've all said that the main thing for us is the networking and it is largely a community building event as much as a let's get information from the talks and apply it to our roles. So has anybody got any stories about any particularly valuable networking that happened there um, that you might not have expected or anything like that? What's the most sort of valuable piece of networking you did? I do have a story. I'm not sure how much I could divulge specifically, but somebody came up to a good friend of mine, a very fun, funny way, said, um, we're looking for somebody who has a woman stateside, knows WordPress, the community knows her and is and knows page builders. And they were like, are you kidding? Because they like, it was like, it was obviously Raquel. Um, so something might come of that. So I could say at this point, but that's some pretty serious networking right there. That's cool. <laughs> um, I did something unique this time I've never done before. As I said, I'm looking for a job, and one of my options is to start my own thing. And I've always enjoyed making videos for organizations. And so a friend of mine gave me a challenge. She said uh, to, to go full-time with that. And she said, build a website, an MVP, something Small, simple, light. Uh, the colors are black and white. Make some business cards and just hand them out at WordCamp and see what happens. And if you get good response, maybe you go for it. If you don't, you're out 20 bucks. Um, I made my business cards wrong twice, so I, I'm out 60 bucks. But <laughs> uh, it was an interesting experience. Uh, I did get good feedback, and I'd probably do it on the side, even if I get a regular job, because it's fun. But in the past, I've gone to WordCamp looking for work. But I've never been so uh, planned with it. I've never gone with cards and an idea to pitch. And and it it worked well. People were receptive to the idea that I was just trying something out. So for me, um, there's always two parts. There's all these people you know, and you want to hug and catch up. And, you know, see, see what's going on in each other's lives and high five each other for the cool things that have gone on. Um, so that's just normal. But I think for me, overall, it's the people I don't know, you know, just walking around, bumping into people. I've been in the space long enough and uh, where people may know me, but I don't know them particularly. And so like at the after party, I'm just walking down. I'm actually talking to Kupasol and uh, a guy goes, hey, Corey. I was like, hey, how's it going? And got to meet him and meet members. And then hear those stories. That's what WordCamp is for me. It's hearing all the stories you don't get to hear normally and connecting with people on a different level. So I've got bunches of those, just wandering the halls, bumping into people, serendipity. And that was my goal, actually. I was like, if I'm going to try to do this, like Mike Demo over at Codable, uh, Raquel, you know how he does conferences he schedules every minute he has meetings and i'm like i will die i won't leave baltimore someone will bury me there if i do that but i've tried to do those things meet everybody talk to everybody and i said okay i got to do some key things and knew my priorities and the other was just serendipity like that's the beauty of wordpress all these people come together because they're passionate about open source and open web and wordpress and each other and so those serendipitous moments where i got to meet uh, talk to people. Another was Ray Mitchell. I've known his name for a long time, but at the pride party came up, we got to talking, got to hear a little bit more about his story. He was on a panel that I unfortunately missed, but I was like, I want to go to that panel, missed it. But just hearing those type of stories, like the Ray Mitchell type of stories is what makes it all worth it. Yeah. And you're right. It's, um, it's about the people you don't know because it's so easy to hang out with people that you do know and I spend most of my time doing that and that's the my favorite part of word camps 
but sometimes the most valuable part is networking and um, maybe arranging more structured meetings with people that you don't know. Uh, so I sometimes worry that I should be a bit more structured and planned. Maybe I don't want to organize every minute, but sometimes I, I, d I used to read the attendee list and reach out to people and I just don't bother anymore and I just wing it. But so I wonder if I'm missing opportunities. Yeah, so I, we've been talking about whether to put our plugins on the WooCommerce marketplace. And I've tried to communicate with them by email and say, oh, there's some terms we're concerned about. We're not sure. And um, I thought, well, since I'm at WordCamp US, why don't I meet with them in person and actually go through the bit our concerns and see if we can come up with something? So I did that. And it was so much more productive than the emails I've been trying to do for like two years. And um, we have some specific actions. So that's actually a real business um, thing that might happen as a result of doing something in person. Uh, so it is definitely good to meet new people and often with a particular purpose. That's exactly the perspective. When I was uh, running iThemes, we didn't miss two things, uh, WordCamp San Francisco or US now and Pressonomics, because with those two events, now now you got to add e, WordCamp EU and you got to add WordCamp Asia. But for those events, you can meet the key people you needed to meet to talk to. Like you said, you can do things over email and stuff, but personally connecting and I think that's something that we don't always think about with these, like we do, because we've been doing it for a long time. We know these are networking events. These are deepening relationships. These are potential partnerships that happen. Um, but for the value, even for an agency owner, like we were just talking, maybe there's not a lot of business topics and marketing topics there. Um, that's okay, because we want to do those through process, by the way. But like... For these, it's those relationships that you can connect where you take the avatar to real life, which is always a little bit of a conversion. Do you have that experience where you're like, you don't look like your avatar and I probably don't either. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm the best story. James Kemp, James Kemp, like, he, we're literally talking to each other and I'm like, I'm Raquel, by the way. He's like, yeah, we know each other. And I'm like, no, we don't. And he's like, yes, we do. And I'm like, no, we don't. Turns out we do because this avatar looks nothing like him. <laughs> But we were very angry about this and very clear about that. I was like, this is not you. And then he then later took a picture of himself on the, at the Acropolis and then had the audacity to call me out on Twitter and say, happy now, Raquel. <laughs> but yes, sorry, Corey, to like totally interrupt with that story. No, I, I think that's the beauty of these. Um, so like if you look at the schedule and you're thinking about going to one of these work camps and maybe the talks don't resonate with you, if there's one or two, that's great. But go because you can meet these people. Like Raquel's now in the Netherlands. Katie, I know you're in England, I believe. You know, and so like you're able to converge at one time. And even if you only get a little bit of time with each other, that time sparks so many. I mean, I can count so many business partnerships, relationships, opportunities that happened because we went to that. And I know I've heard those stories too, where the companies got launched or grew or took that next step because that is the spirit of WordPress. It's collaboration. It's cooperation. It's doing good in the world. I can't tell you the number, the number of camps I've gone home from thinking this changes everything. It just, it happens all the time. Do you have an example of the everything that was changed more specifically? Uh, a lot of them have to do with jobs. I, I occasionally go looking for a job, but sometimes I've been at a work camp or I wasn't looking for a job and somebody just walked up to me and said, Hey, I'd like you for this job. And it's been amazing. And I think, wow, that, that changes everything. There've been a few where I've actually gone to sessions and learned new coding techniques or something where I've been, I've been building a plugin and now I'm going to start over because I learned something completely new. There've been times when I'm um, doing stuff with Europress where I'll go to a camp and meet someone with a great story. And it's such a unique story that it changes the way Europress works. And I think, oh, well, now I need to back up and rethink everything I've been doing. I'd say more often than not, I go and I come back and I'm, and I'm thinking, wow, so much now is different than it was three days ago. Yeah, I, like Corey, um, can't schedule every minute of uh, camp or I'll also die. And so 
Um, I tend to not do that, but I also have the the fortunate opportunity that I am usually at a sponsor booth, and so I can kind of post up there and let folks come and find me. Um, and so I'll have a lot of great conversations that way, and find ways that that we can work together. And this this um, this camp in particular. Um, was kind of the first one after I started a different little side project called the WP world. Um, and I had a number of folks come up to me and say, you know, Oh, I love the site. Thanks and stuff, which is great. And I love that. Um, but started conversations for like ways that I can continue to grow the site, ways that I can collaborate with people to build on and continue to make it, you know, just more and more of a resource. And so it was great to do that. Like, like Corey said too, like, I have those conversations with people online. That is that is my job when I'm not at a camp is to continue to have those conversations in the community online, um, whether that's through Twitter or X or whatever it's called or post status and different Slack channels. Like having those conversations with people is great, but you don't have those same conversations that you have in person. They're just they're shallower. Um, they're quicker, they're more, let's get to the point. I've got work to do. And when you're sitting in in a camp with people face to face, like that is what they're there for. They're there to have those conversations. So it's not a quick, let me try and get through this conversation as fast as I can and move on to the next person. You can really have, have a chance to sit down and talk to people and and really get to know them better and, you know, form real relationships that then turn into collaboration opportunities and, and that kind of thing. So, um, I really enjoyed that about this camp as well. Which is why I'm determined to somehow recreate Pressnomics to Corey's talk earlier. I that was definitely. I, there's a lot of Pressnomics I haven't been to, and absolutely, completely. I, Katie, you would love it. You absolutely love it. Yeah, a lot of people at WordCamp US were saying we need a Pressnomics. We need a business event for the WordPress community, and that's been lost. So no one stepped up to the plate yet to. Um, create one, but there's a lot of rum. Oh, are you doing it? I absolutely will. And I mean, have a lot of experience here. So Corey, you, you and I. <laughs> Raquel, we need to talk. I, I felt convicted before WordCamp US that, yeah, the missing component was a space to talk business, just business about what what's going on in our space. So I've been sharing that with our post status members of, uh, I haven't wanted to do it because I don't know. So you know, I didn't have somebody like Raquel to talk to about these event things. I like to go to them. But I feel convicted we have to, through post status, is have an annual meeting. I'm calling it a meeting because, or some kind of summit. I mean, the Contributor Day happened before WordCamp, right? Because that's valuable to have these in-person things. Pressonomics held that space for a long time. Josh and Shrivel did such a good job leading that. And now I think are maybe on. They, they need a break from whatever, you know, just lie for a little bit. But we feel pretty convicted from post status. We need to do that for our members because they're like we're just saying here, we're we're giving all the reasons for it. So Raquel, let's talk. Uh we need to put a date on the schedule and just come together and talk business. Like what do you what Katie, what are you seeing over here with plugins? Raquel, you're traveling the world, you're seeing all these different countries and and p- how people interact with WordPress. What are you seeing with that? Um, what are we seeing in our agencies? We've got this big, you know, agency that just is helping launch NASA. That's a whole public sector conversation we need to be having. And they were having. Um, and we need time and space for that. Every other industry you can think of has one. Why doesn't WordPress? So for me, it's turning from, are we going to be a hobby industry? Or are we going to be serious about this thing we really love and want to ha- you know, to grow and expand for, for the future? Corey's spitting fire. I just need your help, Raquel. hundred percent. Absolutely. I've been saying this to everybody. Look, it's happening. Corey, you, you, we would, we would make it happen. Okay. Well, tell them we're going to do it through process and you're going to be helping. Please. (laughs) If ever there was a time for Corey to put on an organizer hat, this is it, right? So make it happen. Oh God. (laughs) Thoughts and prayers, people. No, I, it's knowing what I do best, knowing what I don't do best and, and finding great talented people like Raquel to help with those things. Yep, for sure. As a builder or an agency managing multiple sites, check out Hostinger.com. Their infrastructure brings your client's site speed, uptime, and security. Also, at your fingertips, you'll find a powerful suite of tools for security and performance, code and content management. 
Now add to that the ability to manage your WordPress website through WPCLI for control configuration and plugin updates, enhanced WordPress acceleration powered by Lightspeed Enterprise, control over auto updates, free migrations, and of course the essential staging sites. Through all of their services and features comes e-commerce optimization for your clients' woo shops. So when you think about it, overall, everything you need to keep your client sites running smooth can be found with their agency hosting at hostinger.com. All right, let's move on from networking a little bit. Um, of course, there's a little bit of an overlap here. Let's talk about the fun side of things and some of the side events and after party and all of that. Do uh, do any of you, were you, one, were you able to make some of the side event parties that people were throwing uh, or and or the after party? And, um, you know, how was that for you all? Did you enjoy that? What kind of things did you, did you see there and, and get out of that? My thing is, if anybody knows me, I, I'm a social butterfly and I, I try to go to all of them because I just love everybody and I love connecting with everybody, much like we've already been talking about. Some of these people are my life long friends like true brothers and sisters like absolutely love them but then there's there's always room for more at least in, on my plate so i love meeting them so these are the opportunities the best opportunities is the side events so definitely went to all of them um and they were uh you know real real chill a lot of fun and it's you know when you go to all of them it's kind of hard to do it all but but still i do go to all of them and the you know i gotta say like my only feedback like the after party was definitely nice the museum was super super nice for me personally, when I'm at a museum, I want to do museum things. I don't want to network. So that was the hard part for me because I've never one, I'm going to choose the networking because that's why I'm there. I'm at WordCamp US and I'm there for everybody. But, and so I didn't really get to do a lot of the museum stuff. And, and it was so like siloed. There wasn't like a general like place for all of us to be. So. I mean, again, you know, I'm not throwing shade or anything. It just is like, like for me, and I know not everyone feels this way. A lot of people are introverted. They love just being able to be by themselves, go look at exhibits and stuff like that. I absolutely love doing that when I'm at a museum for other reasons. But for an after party, I want to be able to network still. So great. It's a great spot, but I missed that connection of being able to connect with everybody. But yeah. It was the exact opposite of the WordCamp Europe after party. That has been criticised a lot, including by me, for being way too loud and crowded inside so that nobody could hear each other. It is a networking event as well as a party. You should be able to have a conversation. So um, everybody was just out on the pavement, basically. That's where I met you for the first time, Raquel, because it was just too loud inside and everyone was standing by the main road. So that's not ideal. So I thought, great idea, the Smithsonian. That's super cool for the WordCamp US after party. But then when I got there, it was like, this didn't work as a party for the reasons you said. But also, conversely, there was no alcohol. Um, <laughs> that was a bit of a shock. <laughs> so giving like non-alcoholic fruit juices. And I was sort of expecting like maybe a side party room with a bar and things, as well as the exhibits where maybe alcohol wouldn't be allowed. That would make sense. But it was all looking around the museum. And then you do, a, like you say, Raquel, looking at signs and then a bit of networking. And it was all a bit weird. So my uh, friends and I ended up going back to the hotel bar, which was that we had a much better time in the Harbour Social. Uh, so it was a bit of a letdown. You need something in between the two somehow. You got to have both. You got to have like something for the party animals and then the ones who want to talk. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed WordCamp Europe Berlin which had two spaces nearly identical in size and one side was a rave. It was loud. It was flashy music, but the other side was very quiet and there was food and drinks and you could move. I mean, it, there was just one door between them. You could easily move back and forth as you wanted. Uh, I really liked that. Yeah, that was really good. And the sound didn't travel into the quiet area for some reason. Whereas like, say, the Pride Party at WordCamp US, there weren't any way you could get away and have a quiet conversation with somebody. The sound traveled throughout the venue. Now, to be fair, 
they, they had an outside space and had to close it because of the rain. Did not know that. I'm the old folky curmudgeon. I don't like parties. I never, I didn't even like them when I was in my twenties. Now I'm in my late forties. So like, um, but I also wear hearing aids. So it's hard for me to hear uh, anyway. So you get into loud spaces. Um, but then I did go to the pride party, wanted to show my support and ended up staying up way too late, like documented in human history. I've not stayed up that late for a party in 20 years. Um, but it was really great to see the community and, um, support the community and feel they we could have that party very openly. And that's that's back to the heart of WordPress. We are an inclusive group, an open group. Um, but I haven't said that about the parties. That was really the only one I did besides the after party. Um, being at the Smithsonian is incredible. Um, bumping into people uh, for sure again. But we, we hosted two private dinners with A2 Hosting to invite our agency owners in. Um, that's who we really have focused on with Postetis. We have all uh, sectors, you know, products, software, like what you do, Katie, uh, agency owners, and hosting companies and professionals. But um, we really wanted to get our group of agency owners because I don't feel like there's a lot of space for agency owners who are out there in the world extending WordPress, showing what WordPress can do, all the way from NASA to a local pro- nonprofit in Toronto, the beauty of this open source software. And so um, it was great to just connect with them. Um, and in a private space, even though we had about 20 or 30 people trying to get around and just kind of play host, that was really fun for me. Um, so that was my extroverted. Then I crashed. I was surprised and happy to see how well my my daughter flowered in that environment. Oh, thank you. No, sorry. Um, she recently got her first full-time job ever. And it happens to be in WordPress. She's working for Paid Memberships Pro now. And she was representing them at WordCamp and she went to all the parties and had a wonderful time and everybody, it, it just, it was really, really fun. Um, after the first evening, my daughter was out with my wife and my wife's friends and my wife said, Hey, it's late. I'm going to bed and went to bed. So my daughter went out and partied all night with my wife's friends. <laughs> She's like, you can't take my friends like that. But uh, she went to the pride party. She went to everything. And it was really fun to watch her flower in the community and have the community accept her. Yeah, I think it's interesting kind of to the point of there being multiple events, multiple side events. I know that the after party is the only officially official one, but really there were opportunities to have like, you know, loud dance party drinking time, you know, with the pride party. And then you had the kind of more somber walk around uh, a museum with the after party. And so... There, there were kind of flavors to have, but and the nice thing is that they weren't all at the same time. Like we had that issue in um, uh, Porto or San Diego. I don't remember which one, but you know they were all kind of stacked on top of each other, and everyone had to kind of figure out which one they were going to go to, or how they were going to try and hop from one to the other. So it was kind of nice to have like the pride party on one night and go dance and be loud and listen to loud music and drink, and then you have kind of the somber after party, which. I needed. I'm more of an introvert, which is kind of weird for the job that I have. Um, but to have that kind of like mellow downtime after spending basically a week talking to people and hanging out and partying and all that to just be able to sort of walk around. And I did museum a little bit and read some of the things, but also got a chance to pick a few people here and there to kind of walk around with. And we were able to just sort of talk while we looked at some of the stuff. The Smithsonian's amazing. So it was just really great to see see that stuff and be in that environment and just to kind of walk around and talk to people. So had a great time with all of them. It's interesting you didn't find them stacked up because on the Friday of WordCamp US, I found myself registered for four simultaneous parties and was like, why do they all have to be at the same time? Um, so one of them is Freemius, which um, is just for product um, company owners. And I really like the Freemius party. I think this is the third or fourth one I've been to because it's for people that do exactly what I do. So it's a really sort of targeted way of networking with product owners. So I always make sure I go to that one as a priority. And then I ended up at Pride as well. But there was also a W Engine party, a WooCommerce party. I don't know what else that I wasn't on the list for, but there seemed to be a lot all at once. And I was signed up for a few of them, but I didn't, you know, to some degree didn't count Freemius or 
I think WP engines, cause they were kind of a bit more invite only. Um, even though I think their, their links to register did make it out there, but, um, yeah, like with Freemius, they don't even want you to bring team members, which is always a bit awkward. So I spend most lots of time with my team members, and then I'm like, "Oh no, it's only for the owners of the company this party. You've got to go out to dinner on your own together." So that's the fun side of things. Um, let's sort of look towards the future now. So um, let's talk about um, what we're going to implement from what we learned at WordCamp US, and any kind of specific actions that we're following up. Because I think it's fun to do these things, but it's also there should be takeaways uh, to justify the fact that we travel all this way and so on. Yeah, for me, um, a lot of it uh, has a lot to do with uh, my WordPress local community. So Phoenix, so we play WordCamp Phoenix, and we are we have three uh, three and a half people who divvy um, WordPress meetups per month in our community. So we have a very active team, and we contributed like crazy, like, you know, for the community there because we're in the middle of trying to figure out the future of WordCamps, right? So that's like a big thing right now is what does it look like? We just had a WordCamp in March. We sold 400 tickets. We're planning our next WordCamp in February and we want to be the same size. So we had a lot of that. We had a lot of takeaways of like, okay, how do we still be the same size but still not put like such a burden on, on like, you know, sponsors and things like that. So it was white. An, an event for me like just so much like probably the most i've ever done work and it was all for c- contribution purposes and not necessarily for my job even though like that just kind of comes with the, the just being there you know doing what i do like building community and all that so for for me the takeaway is very much like taking uh basically boundaries and how to like move forward with having a successful work camp phoenix that actually reflects our community or community that wants a big camp but also like in a way that like makes everybody happy and not put like, you know, a burden on anybody and all that, if that makes any sense. So that's where my takeaway comes from. But we actually feel like we've got the charge and we've got a clear vision for the future. So I feel really good about it. I think it's a theme of what we've all kind of talked about is you go for the people. Um, The talks for sure are great in learning opportunities, but going for the people, if you haven't been and you do something you make your living with or around WordPress, then you, you need to go to some of these bigger events and your local ones, support your local ones, like Raquel said. Make, you know, if you're in Phoenix, go to that Phoenix one. And then when you get a chance, go to one of the bigger ones. Um, if you're really taking your career or your business serious in WordPress, you want to be at one of these because the um, networking, like we said, we could, t- we could spend the next five hours just sharing stories of success that have come from being with great people who are WordPress people at WordCamps. Um, the other thing is just that continual thing. I think WordCamps, again, I'm, this is just outside in peanut gallery, but it's you have to connect business value for those sponsors with the WordCamp because they're the ones going to be supporting it. And that doesn't, that means you've got to give them great space to get attention and to talk to people. You know, there's people that spent that sent 15 people from other continents to this and they're trying to, they have to go back and share ROI. And so that's the thing I always say about WordCamps is make sure the sponsors get their just due in the middle of things and not separate it and make sure they're being able to check off some boxes to make sure they can continue to support this with their company's money. Yeah. It's been impressive to me how how some companies are coming around to sending people to WordCamps and, and others aren't. Um, there was a company that sent over 100 employees to work camp Asia that, that blew my mind. And he told me the nightmare it was to manage all those flights that get visas for everyone. But yeah, I, I can't imagine. If I add a third, I'd say if you have been to work camp, do what we're doing here, encourage other people to go, you know, these are volunteer led um, sponsor produced or, you know, funded and so, but it's the best way. And so since pandemic and all that, it's been hard getting these all restarted, you know? And so, but if we want to keep that heart, the spirit of WordPress alive, it's totally about code. It's totally about people and contribution and doing the cool work that we're all doing in our businesses. But the, this is our Harley Davidson motorcycle rally. 
for WordPress. This is our geek version of all that. And we got to keep this spirit alive. And that's WordCamps and supporting WordCamps encourage people to go volunteers, put a talk in um, as best we can. So we can kind of get this revived even more. And I hear across the world, the United States has been a lot of WordCamps over the years. Now I'm hearing really good reports about things on fire in Europe and on fire in Asia. And that's what we need as a global community. So encouraging people in those communities, to go to those and then supporting them in any way you can is my, is the third thing I'd say. Yeah. For, for me, I spend the time there talking to people and um, figuring out, you know, how we can collaborate and work together on things. And I keep a nice long list of notes in my just Apple notes on my phone. Cause it's nice and easy, right? Keep a nice long list. And then when I get home and I don't know how you guys felt after WordCamp US, but I needed like a solid week to recover. And I don't know what that, I don't know why that was different than, than other camps that I've been to, but I like a solid week where my brain just didn't work. But now that I'm back to, you know, back to being able to be productive, it's looking at that list and figuring out how do I take action on these things? How do I reach back out to these people? Some of it's business, some of it's just collaboration, some of it's just, um, you know, keeping relationships going. And how do we move the bar forward um, between now and the next one, right? So that when we do get back together at the next WordCamp, right, there's a status update, we get to say, like, here's what we've worked on. Now, where do we go from here? How do we continue to push all of these things forward and, and continue to work together and generally to the benefit of, of, you know, every party involved. And that's always the goal is figuring out how do we, how do we work together on these things so that everyone benefits, whether that's, you know, just the people involved or in like contributing, how do we push things forward so that we can benefit more people outside of even just the people that are collaborating together? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for me, the actions are largely about um, specific points that, again, I wrote in the notes app on my phone to follow up with people and hopefully make things happen. Um, and in terms of future word camps, um, think I'm hoping to sponsor both Asia and Europe next year. And um, so this year I went to Europe and sponsored and US and didn't. And while it's nice to have the freedom of not being a sponsor, um, there is more kind of concrete things you can get out of one when you are a sponsor, if that is an option for you. Uh, so because it's a more structured way, like Marcus said earlier, you didn't need to make appointments. People would come to you because they knew where you were and things like that. And so I met um, many, many, many more new people as a sponsor than I did as an attendee. So for future word camps, I think we need to invest more in the sponsorship side of things. And again, keep trying to monitor the ROI of that, which is really hard. Um, I actually did a podcast about that um, yesterday um, on WP Product Talk, where we were specifically talking about the ROI, because it's so hard to measure and we do it because it feels good. But does it actually bring business benefits? So um Marcus, do um, GoDaddy um, measure it in any way? We do, uh, and it, but again, like you said, there's a lot of there's a lot of. So for GoDaddy, what's what's tough, I think, is that we're not fully like all WordPress, right? And so there's like numbers people at the top that just want to see numbers. Um, the WordPress people get it. The WordPress people that go to the camps and work in WordPress, work with our managed WordPress and our hub and all that stuff like understand the value of being there. Um, and even more importantly, like the, what it means to not be there, right? Because there's there's both sides to that coin. It's not just what it means to be there, but it also means like what it looks like to not be there. And so like, it's always it's always that that game of the WordPress folks, the people that are going to camps and all of that, figuring out how to how to prove to the numbers people that it matters that we're there and that it would matter even more if we weren't there. And that's in terms of, how we figure, you know, how we talk about contribution to WordPress itself, right? Because we're all dependent on this software and this community to continue, you know, doing business at all. And so it matters for us to be there to form those relationships, to talk to people about contributing, uh, but also kind of the business and the ROI. Some of it is, yeah, we'll get business, but to be honest with you, we spent a lot of money on this camp and it would be a lot of business to to recoup that cost. But 
there's a lot of like affinity for for GoDaddy that we build in going there and forming those relationships and when people think of GoDaddy, like we want them to think of the people that were at the WordCamps, um, you know, my team and, and some of the other folks that we had come out to WordCamp US. And it makes it makes us feel, you know, not like some giant mega corporation that doesn't have an eye on the ball. Like there are people invested in this community, people that are invested in contribu- contributing to the community, people are invested in, you know, just pouring into it and that's yeah it's hard to justify with numbers alone um and so again like some of the conversations that i had there too with raquel and others like figuring out how sponsors can one be visible and be seen but have the tools and and reporting and all of that from the camp or from from whatever way possible to be able to bring that back and say hey it 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 matters that we're here yeah it's it's always one of those that's kind of hard to Hard to figure out exactly. I was talking about this with somebody just the other day. And we were talking about the value of personality, of, of sending people to camps. And uh, we were talking about uh, Mendel Kerlin and Shada Tarabi. Before my time, but yeah. Literally texting <laughs> Shada right now. Shada and I are still besties. Yeah. They were, I mean, we remember them still. We remember those companies because of them. I'm, yep, I'm wearing a Gravity Form shirt that I got years ago. Some great WP Engine shirts. The investment may seem small now, but yep. this stuff's been lasting for years. And those relationships will last for years. So it, it's unquantifiable, really. Well, we're coming up on time. Um, I want to respect everyone's time. So let's um, just real quick, if we can go around and uh, if anybody has kind of just one last takeaway um, from WordCamp US that they want to share. Go to WordCamp. Do it. If it's the only one you can make in a whole year because you have to save up for it, do it. Yeah, I, I mean, mine is along a lot of what Corey was saying earlier is like there's so much going on for the future of WordPress. Like It's not just, I mean, the software, yes, the community just really is the like engine here. And when you go to WordCamps and you're part of WordCamps, you get to really experience that. So just like Jeffrey said just now, go. So yes, go. But get involved with some of the most amazing humans ever that just really, truly care. Completely inclusive and just like everybody's invited to the table. It's just wonderful. The ROI personally is just in that and just in that community and seeing the world possibly change because of just actual human connection with each other. But at the same time, like, of course, to take into consideration, like, you know, the ROI for sponsors and all that. But just it really just comes down to ROI for me as an individual. You will not regret being involved. So just go and be part of the community and get back. Yeah, I'll, I'll just echo the same thing, you know, just whether you're there for sessions or you're there for networking or you're there to pick up some swag or you're there to just get a general sense of the community and, and what's going on. In WordPress, I think, um, you know, it, I would say on top of go, go to multiple, right? Because I think you have the opportunity to kind of do each of those things individually and say, you know, this one, I'm going to focus on sessions and see what I get out of doing that. And this one, I'm going to focus on um, just networking and and so forth. And so I'd say go to go to them and try to figure out what works best for you in terms of finding the opportunities to collaborate with folks. And Corey mentioned earlier about not much happening in the U S and it's true, but Phoenix is happening in February and it's a big one. So I would invite you all to come. And I know there's like Rochester and like Atlanta coming up too. So don't, not try to say you don't go there, but not to throw a shout out to mine. I, I think mine is what Topher the story of his daughter going to WordCamp for the first time. Um, one, it, I, I love that that still is a part of who we are, that you can go show up and have a great time. That's the community we've always been and always will be. Um, so I love that story. And it goes back to go to the word camps because, um, you know, we have the Pac-Man rule where you leave, if you're in a circle talking, try to leave a little space for others. I tried to always do that. And then you end up with a really big Pac-Man. Um, but that's WordPress. 
So we've given you some compelling reasons why you should take, you know, WordCamp Phoenix, you should put it in February, put it on your list. That is one of the best iconic WordCamps ever. Uh, not just because Raquel's involved, but because Raquel's involved. Um, but <laughs> sign up for one. You know, there's they're starting to be restarted, and and that's such a great opportunity because that's just the spirit of WordPress. So that was my takeaway. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'd echo what Marcus said about go to more than one um, because I've been to I don't know maybe ten rather than eighty or whatever. And it is definitely true that the more you go to, the more people you know, and the easier it gets, actually, um, because you there's this awkward, particularly if you're an introvert, like walking around sort of thinking, who do I talk to next? But the more you go to, you'll very quickly find somebody you know. Uh, and so that really helps. Although newcomers are welcomed into the community and um, Derek Ashour wrote a really nice uh, piece on his blog, on the Sunshine Photocart blog, about his experience of WordCamp US because it was the first time he'd been and he found he was surprised at how inclusive and welcoming it was given that he only knew people online. So new people can come in and make friends and fit in straight away, but it does get easier the more you go to as well. I want to just throw one more thing out there. This is a tip from my wife. Uh, she's an introvert. She struggled for a long time at WordCamps before she she found the thing that worked for her, and that is to look around a room, any room, find someone not talking to anyone, walk up, stick out your hand, and say hi. Introduce yourself and say, "What do you do with WordPress?" Because it's a guaranteed conversation starter. If they didn't do something with WordPress, they wouldn't be at WordCamp. Um, although I had a very nice conversation with someone at food service one time, but it. It works every time. It's a great conversation starter. It brings in the new people. It helps you not meet new people. Yeah, there you go. That's very true. Um, at the WP Includes party, I went up to a lady because she was standing on her own and we had a long conversation. And then other people I knew came over and joined in and they ended up talking to her when I'd moved on. And so just it's not just about you know your wife being an introvert, going up to people who might look like they need someone to talk to helps them as well and can help bring them into the community so everybody wins and by keeping their eyes open as to people maybe they don't look so approachable because they're on their own but they're the people who most want to be approached I expect okay on that note should we close then well thank you so much to everybody you've all been amazing and it's been great to share everybody's different experiences of WordCamp US and hopes for future WordCamps as well I want to thank both my hosts and my guests for squeezing in some time to share their insights and experiences from WordCamp US. And also our sponsor, Hostinger, who makes these shows possible and was a sponsor at WordCamp US. You can check them out at Hostinger.com. And you'll notice over the next few months, we'll be increasing the number of shows we are doing here at Doodoo. So stay tuned as I tell you about this. But in the meantime, enjoy the voices we bring to you with each show and for yourself, keep on doing the woo.